0: Good morning, good morning. This is our Sunday rise. We're going to go with uh this is what. Officially um week 4 NFL week 4. So, we're going to jump right into it. We have uh our guys with us. Some of our my favorite guys in the sideline junkie crew. So, we're going to start with uh start out with the man who pays all the bills. We got Mr. Boss B. How you doing this morning? Plus, good morning, people cold hearted fighter, Mr. Midnight Rider, Mr. Ben. How's it? What's going, going on, baby? folks?
1: Good, good. And How then, you
0: doing? Of course, we have the Conrad Thompson of the sideline junkies. Speaks all truth, never shy. It's the big guy. KG. How's What's it going? That happening, everybody? I'm here. How's it going, guys? So before we get started, uh we have a birthday coming up one of our one of my favorite junkies has a birthday coming up uh Kev that's right your birthday is next sunday
2: it's just another day
0: just another day well uh you know do you think cuz i think there's a game on your birthday right
2: yep tennessee versus washington
0: okay do you
3: think uh, <laughs> I'm sorry do you think- let me turn my mic off
0: <laughs> do you think that you'd be able to do this game on location with us, for us?
2: Um, I doubt it. You doubt oh, it? I doubt it.
0: So what, what kind of plans you got for your birthday?
2: Uh, a slab of Johnny Boy ribs, um, piece of sweet potato pie, and my bed.
0: Uh, well, I don't think your bed could fit into the stadium. Where's Lisa at?
2: standing right here
0: oh she's standing right there
3: yeah Carter, before you, before you say that if that's the plans i might be in the bed with you next saturday <laughs> I'm just saying. Man,
0: hey. I'm just saying hey so hey, have hey, hey yeah,
3: ribs, this, yeah. The cake that, yeah. that that did it for me too
2: yeah and then i might you know i might treat myself to a sweet potato a sweet potato cake from uh Sylvester's, which is absolutely awesome if you ain't never had sweet potato cake please go
0: get it I mean, hey, you know, if you guys want to jump in the bed together, that's that's between y'all. That's what y'all do off camera. You know, we, we don't want to see none of that. I'm just saying. Like, I know Ain't y'all... Ain't wrong? Guessing. What the
2: fuck? <laughs> what in but the blue uh, fuck y'all, have y'all done?
0: <laughs> but Kevin, uh, courtesy of your lovely wife, myself, and Brian, uh, the balls, BJ, we uh want you to do this this game on location for us. Oh my
1: god, I asked you y'all not to do nothing. Bag?
0: You give him that bag for us, see what's in that bag.
2: <sighs> I got paper. Like you got paper. You I got, got paper. paper. Yeah. <laughs> <What the> f- <laughs> Let me find out all y'all was in on this. And I asked y'all not to do nothing.
0: Huh? You nobody know do nothing? <sighs>
2: I asked y'all uh, not to do nothing.
0: Ain't nobody do nothing.
2: So I, I got Oreos. You
0: got Oreos. I got yeah. Oreos. Milk's favorite uh, cookie.
3: Yeah. Uh, That's a lie. That is a lie, Swampwood. <laughs> That's a lie. Chips Ahoy are the best cookies for milk. I got a... Uh,
2: What'd I, I got say? two tickets. I got two tickets to um the game next week. Um, mm, I don't celebrate my my birthday often, so I try not to. Just another day. Mm. It's not. not it's not
3: en- It's not another day, brother. It's not That's another one day. day. That's the one day that you get to celebrate your life. Yeah.
2: I celebrate life every day, man.
3: You And you should. But it's just this one special day that, what is it, 54 years ago you came onto the earth? (laughs) It's about that long. Is it 55? I mean, my... I'm trying to get the call for you, so my my brain fried from last night. But
2: you also got to realize you a year old, you nine months older than me. So how long is it, it, your age plus nine months? Our papa no, was the I pop a Rolling mean,
3: that, Stone. No, that's, that's fine. I admit to my age. I just want to throw out there, you know, your 55 years on Earth. Mm. I mean, we talking about we talk about dinosaur type shit. You know, like I saw. I'm sure if we squeeze a a pimple on your body, that come out fossil fuel, we'll be able to make some
0: gasoline <laughs> with that.
2: It might. It very well might. I mean, I'm pulling I'm still pulling stuff out of this bag, man. Oh man. It's crazy because I, 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 I asked not to for anybody not to do anything because it's just another day. And I'm just I'm just pulling stuff out of this bag. And I'm look, I got I got Hershey kisses in this bag. So I I, I like that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Um, damn. That's, that, that's crazy. That's bananas. <laughs> uh, thank you all.
0: Uh, uh, DJ yeah, don't this, Man, I,
2: this is not easy being gangster like this. I don't do this. Mm. <laughs> oh, screw y'all. You wait till we get off air. I swear y'all ass is grass and I'm going to smoke it.
3: Oh, as soon as the show over, I'm hitting the leave button, so I'm
0: gone. I know, right? (laughs) I mean, I'm safe. I'm safe. Like I'm literally across the country. I'm safe.
3: (laughs) Hey, I'm safe too because he don't like dogs. Oh shit!
2: That's that's all right. I wait till the dog go back. (laughs) But I, I just want to say, um, thank you to my, my wife, my brother, my best friend, my girlfriend, just want to say thank y'all. I'm just, you know, my daughter's sitting here doing a jig and I told her in the strictest of confidence, don't let nobody do nothing. And she, 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 she let me down. She let me down, yes. so.
0: Ooh.
2: Mm. I appreciate huh? it, yeah but uh everybody going to suplex city as soon as i'm done so <laughs> everybody i'm just just straight just i'm going to suplex city and um uh yeah
0: once again i'm safe i'm i'm definitely uh safe cuz uh, you know i'm in louisiana so i'm good
2: so the car says for someone very special who puts everyone else first today is all about you we love you more than
3: words can express mm. Wow. Well, Swan Queen, you you're not, you're never safe from a guy that produces his own file fuel <laughs> You know a couple what? Hours, you're just a couple of hours more safe. That's all. <laughs>
2: That's all. Nah, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say it, this. It gives uh, me
0: time. It gives me time to move around, you know. Nope. Me time to <laughs> <hang> uh, <on. laughs> I'm I'm about to send a text to my
2: supervisor now. Ask if I can get a job down in uh treeport, you know, so I can go for a week. And I'll drive the truck down. So, yeah, I just pull up. Yeah. You never know. You never know what kind of car i oh. be being. Ooh, y'all, yeah, <laughs> man. If y'all don't come to hell on, this is not what we supposed to be doing. Like, this is not. This was not part of the show. Like, oh my god. But,
3: but before before we before we do move on, man. Like, for real, you deserve that, brother. You you are. You know what I'm saying? We all know what you do behind the scenes as far as work, you know. Plus, on top of that being a husband, a father, you know. So, like I said, this is one day I do celebrate, man. It's not a lot of days I celebrate anymore. Birthdays, we just had a, a celebration for Junior last night, you know. So, yeah, yes, yeah. it's, it's, it's that one day that you're allowed to do whatever the hell you want. And next Sunday, that'll be it. Well, now we, we're going to FedEx Field and show our schmeckle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my God, PP hoses out, baby. <clears throat> all right, man let's get, let's get back to the gang shit. Let's get back into the show. Come on now.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, all right, all right. Let's do it. All right, so let's it's game time. Let's go ahead and jump into this. So we're going to start out with. The Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons, and their big three. Um, I'm gonna shoot this over to to Ben. We'll start we'll start out with that. Um, then we'll shoot it over to BJ and KG. You take the you bring up the rear with that one. So, go ahead, Ben. Uh, we got Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and Cordell Patterson. What, so, what, so what, the what Falcons this
1: all season decided, or well, they started last season putting them. The wheels in motion to make this a more dynamic offense. So they started by picking up Cordero Patterson uh, as a free agent. Then they add Pitts in the draft. And then this year they add on to that with Drake London. And I'm not sure if you've seen the Falcons play so far this year, but their offense pretty much runs through those three guys. And it's the perfect setup for Mariota because he pretty much knows I'm either going to Pitts throwing it to London or I'm handing it to Patterson. And uh, right now as we stand, um, Patterson is third in the league in rushing. Um, Drake London, I think he just had two touchdowns last week and the only one that really hasn't gotten off yet is Pitts. But that's just time. That's just a moment that's going to happen. So when I watch this team or I watch the little blurb on them, this team is going to be dangerous because the more and more they play together, the more and more it's going to get smooth, and they're going to smooth out the little rough edges, and then you'll start seeing Kyle Pitts get his role, and and then this thing is going to take off. The only problem is can Mariota keep the train on the road or on the tracks because this team has the potential to be a very explosive offense, and as long as they have health um, and they get good quarterback play, Atlanta's going to be troubled down the stretch. So right now it might not look like anything, but once we start getting going, couple of weeks from now, Atlanta's gonna be trouble. BJ, what you think, man?
3: I agree with you hundred percent. Um and you know we all know what whatever sport it is, it takes time for the gelling. It takes time for the, you know, the, the the being on the same page. And look, I know people talk shit about Mariota hard, but you know, I always say on this show, when you get to the right situation, with the right coach that understands your limitations, that understands your your weaknesses and your strengths and plays and calls offense, because of that, you're in a much better situation. Um, I don't think Marcus Mar- Mariota is completely dead to the water. Um, is is he the guy that's going to lead this team in the future? Probably not. He's you know he's he's going to be a stopgap quarterback. Um, but like Ben said once they keep getting this thing rolling and that offense that's on the field is dangerous. It's one of the, it's one of those offenses where I think if they're clicking, they could probably be, they could probably come up on anybody and beat them. Anybody we're talking about the bills, the Ravens, the Packers, anybody Buccaneers. I think it's one of those things. it's one, you'll have those Sundays where they don't do anything. It just doesn't click. so, But but I I agree with Ben. This is going to be trouble uh, for the NFC South. (laughs) We ain't got to deal with it. This is going to be trouble for the NFC South. What you got, uh, KG?
2: Well, let me say this. I watched the uh, the Baldy breakdown that Ben sent, and I just – I was in awe. Now, I have to disagree about Marcus Mariota because we've seen careers be resurrected after they've been dead for so long. We know the kid's capable. We knew what he could do when he first came into the league. Now he's a little bit older. You have to get him together. This three-headed monster that they have, Oh man! all you got to do is keep adding pieces. And guess what? The Falcons over the Super Bowl hangover. You got three good pieces. Kyle Pitts is a big boy. He is a big boy. Drake London, he out of USC. Of course, I'm not a fan of USC. I hate USC, but I'm a fan of his. And with Mariota, with weapons, this is going to be good. It may not, like Ben said, you may not see it right now, but you're going to see it soon.
0: Okay. 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 All very good. To say. Uh, you know, didn't want to see how that all plays out. So let's move on to our next one. Like we have, um, uh, let's see a young man, Jalen Ramsey for the LA Rams. He keeps getting fine. Um, for his uniform violation, sock too long, socks too short, um, you know, whatever they can find him about. Um, and he it, it does not a big deal to him, but he released a statement um in regards to Tua's uh concussion and and the player safety. And you know, he was like you should be more worried about the player safety. Yeah. I, I hate seeing I hated seeing that. You should be more worried about the player's safety opposed to some damn uniform violations. Um, you know, he just, whatever violation he gets, he pays the fine, and then he matches the fine to, you know, with a, a charity of his choosing. Um, and, you know, he's like, that doesn't hurt anybody. And he's like, me wearing socks too long, too short, or whatever, it doesn't hurt anybody. Um but in regards to Tatua, to, to, you know, he suffered a concussion um last week's game and week week before week prior's game. And actually the the neurotrauma consultant for the NFL, he was fired because of the mistakes he missed. You know, mistakes he made, things that he missed in <clears throat> the week before. Um I think he was playing the Bills. No. Who's he playing? Yeah. Yeah, he's playing, they were playing the bills. Like, and so they they missed, um, you know, he missed that. So this was a back-to-back hit. This kid could be out. You know, this could be this could have been season ending. Uh, of course, to a release statement saying that he's fine. And, you know, he thanks everyone for their prayers. Uh, of course, our prayers go out to him as well. So um, shoot this over to go B, Brian, and KG. You'll finish out. So, what what's your take on that? Like, where where should the gravity of the the concern be?
1: Well, I think it's um, I think it's all on the league, and I've always not been a fan of the uniform thing. I find it funny that they give now all of a sudden there's one week where guys can do up their shoes, make these different cleats. But outside of that, everything has to be uniform, has to fit a certain way. And um, I always thought this was the league just getting over on players. Um, And I was always concerned that the NFLPA didn't do enough on this in regards to taking care of players and their financials. Uh, It's amazing to me that you can find me a regular amount in the preseason But then not pay me my regular amount in the preseason, so that's always been an issue for me. Um, so that's one, two, the tour situation. I think we said it on Thursday, it's just it didn't look good, it didn't look like he should have played. And you know, the bad thing is, once you get one, that second or that third one is a little bit easier to get. So it is a big concern. I hope the league, I hope this is just one of the steps. That the league is taking to fix the protocol, uh, because they've ignored concussions for far too long, and they're actually putting the game at risk of his future if they don't handle this better going forward. B, what do you have?
3: First of all, I would like to show y'all who I was yesterday for my son's birthday party. I was Bowser, and if any, if any of you guys, I did a, I did a small joke. I just wanted to see who got it. I sat on something super small, and I just looked around our room to see who got it because that's how Bowser was in Mario Kart. Remember, he was on that little-ass go-kart, squished on there. You could barely see the go-kart. It was just a little joke. But to this situation here, I got two sides, right? The 20-year-old Brian wants the the NFL to let them wear whatever they want to wear, you know, personalized this, And I remember Sean Taylor's socks. Uh, There's a couple of Redskins that on that team, they got fined. But the 41-year-old Brian understands rules and regulations and understands that once you – you're talking about 53 players on each team, practice squad. Once you let one hang, it's going to be a wildfire of stuff now you can't control. So the uniform thing, I would like to see them – because I know they get custom cleats made that they could really only wear – and in practice and, and pre-game, they can't really wear them in a game too much if they're too 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 customized. I would like to see them relax a little bit on the cleats, let them wear whatever they want to wear. Uh, as far as the player safety, they already fired, like like Swamp Queen said, they already fired that neurologist that, that looked at Tua in that Buffalo game. If you saw that Buffalo game, you saw Tua get up. And it's like, it's not because I'm a Buffalo fan. Like he, when when you saw him get up and get days and and trip up, trip back up, like bro, that's 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 done for the rest of the game. They let him play. Luckily, Buffalo ain't get another hit on him. He would have been out that game. And if you go look at the the Bengals game, like that was, I mean, that was a normal. It wasn't overly aggressive. It wasn't an over aggressive swing. And. If for me, I look, I'm not no, I'm not no doctor or anything, but I'm pretty sure he was still concussed and um and damaged from that hit in a Buffalo game. Um and you know, the, the NFL, you know, said that, that the, the guy made several mistakes and missed several things. And and like Ben said, it's just like where do you go now? Because if you took a hit like that. And in the Bengals game and you, 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 you froze up like you did. Like what's going to happen. Like I'm scared for this, this kid's future. He was already injury prone, but now going forward, it's just like if you're watching the Dolphins game, whether you're a Dolphins fan or not, it's like every hit you're watching now to see if he gets up and it shouldn't be like that. And, you know, I hope not. You know, like I said, I'm no expert, but I'm hoping we're not going to lose a career to concussions. You know, because like I said, the NFL dropped the ball, and if and if if that is the case, uh, Tua Tungo Vialoa has a lawsuit against the NFL um, for for not for. I mean, don't get me wrong. At the end of the day, you know whether you're right or not. But they allowed him to play, and they made a huge mistake. So, I throw it over to you, KG. What you got on it?
2: Like everybody else sitting here, I'm not a medical expert. A lot of people that were commenting on it weren't a medical weren't are not medical experts. We might have some in there that are, but not a medical expert by far. But we all knew in that Buffalo game, he was concussed. And here's the thing, Thursday night, myself and the Midnight Rider, we talked about that Buffalo game, how he shouldn't have never been allowed back in, Uh how, um you know, something wasn't right. And then right after we did the show, right after, what happens? He's done. Like, this dude's in the hospital. Like, come on. This is crazy. This is absolutely crazy because he's he he's allowed to go back in the game. This is not the 1980s, the early 90s, where you just shake the cobwebs and you go back at it. It's not that. We have concussion protocol for a reason. Because we have players suffering from CTE. We have the old, remember the older players? You know, it got to the point where they hit a certain age and they couldn't have, they didn't have the right motor function anymore. I remember the decline of uh John Mackey, one of the most brilliant players that I've ever seen. Baltimore Colt and the decline where he couldn't even remember his wife. I remember the decline of Johnny Unitas when he couldn't use his right hand. You know, he couldn't do simple things like button his shirt. These are the things that we're trying to prevent. We're trying to prevent these next couple of generations and the generations going forward from having this. And you had this guy. That's supposed to be doing this job, and you fail like this, like, dude, he needs to be named in a lawsuit. And Jalen Rams, I get on him about a lot being toast, um, you know, talking and talking loud and ain't saying nothing. I get on him a lot about that, but this right here, he got a hell of a point. The hell with the uniform fines, start taking care of player safety a little bit more, do more than what you're doing because you're not
3: doing enough to protect your players. Can I, can I jump back in on that? I I don't I don't agree with the, that the NFL isn't doing enough. I think I think they're, I mean it's only so much you can do. We're talking about twenty-two men on the field that their goal is to knock you down, put a hit on you. You know, um, the rules of the game have changed over the last thirty years, where it's not as violent, but you're still these are these are still grown men. They, you still got Aaron Donald coming in there. You still got, you know, 330 pound guys coming in there that, that's lifting 500 pounds. You know, if somebody get a free shot on defense, if they can get it clean, you're going to get your bell rung. It doesn't matter what the rules are. As long as it's a clean hit, like people are lowering shoulders, it is, and it's sometimes it's just, I, it is what it is. I mean, I don't, if that's the case, then we need to go to flag football, you know? Um, like I said, I, I don't, I don't agree. They're not, you know, in the play of safety. You know, I think they've taken steps to try to improve the helmet. But it's just, what do, you what do you? It, a hit is a hit. Like you can have a complete air bubble on. If your brain gets rocked the right way, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you have on. Now you can have things in there that that you know help soften the blow. But that's just like Dane Jackson from Buffalo. No helmet in the world would have saved him from that. That head-to-head collision where he, you know, left the field on a stretcher, like it's—it's it's just not going to happen. It's just, it, unfortunately, this is one of the dark sides of the NFL, and and something I want to add to the Dolphins thing. The the Mike Mike is it Mike McDaniel, the coach. That coaching staff should be fined also because they saw that and let him back in the game. It shouldn't just be the. The, the neural, neural, neural uh, doctor that they fired, they they that that team should incur a heavy fine because at some point, just like we talk about with our jobs, you want to be looked at as a human being and not uh, if he's good enough to get back in there, we can win with him. Because that, that's what the, the thought was on the Dolphin sideline. We need to, uh, to be Buffalo. If the, if the backup comes in, we're done. Buffalo's going to score. We're not going to move the ball, and it's over with. And at what point are you – Jalen Ramsey's comments should be directed towards Mike McDaniel and that coaching staff. At what point do you put player safety ahead of winning? We've seen it. We've seen it here in, in Washington with RG3. He should never been in that game. He hurt his knee. But that was their meal ticket, and they're going to ride you out. Ben said something earlier, the NFLPA stepping in and doing something. And that's where the NFL PA needs to come in. When are you going to – the team should be be fined and draft picks taken if they ride these players to the point where their careers are over. Because that once you're, once you're done, you're done. They're going to get the next player. They're going to draft somebody next year. They're going to call somebody from the free agent pool or call somebody up from the practice squad. You're done. You're done. You're done. Yep.
1: If I can jump in real quick, the only thing I feel bad about, for McDaniels, he was in a no-win situation. The experts told him he was clear. He's almost damned if he do, damned if he doesn't, because if he doesn't play tour and it comes out that he was okay or he was clear, the first thing we're going to jump on is why didn't you have him back in the ballgame because he was clear. So I think McDaniels has that as the out for him. Is If the experts are telling me, He's good to go. I got to go off the experts because then I'm going to get crucified if I don't and something else happens. It's like it's like the worst thing that happened was he got hit and he had the the concussion the second time, whereas um, if he didn't have the concussion and they went through the game and they won, we wouldn't really even be talking about it because it would be like, oh, the medical staff cleared him, blah, blah, blah. So I think, again, I think that's a double-edged sword on, when it comes to the team itself in this situation um in hindsight
0: yeah i mean that's it's 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 always going to be a a damn if you do damn if you don't type thing um you know but at at some point you know you you have to look at the players uh tua is very resilient you know i've been following him since since alabama since his days at bama roll tide um so Whenever, you know, especially whenever he got hurt, got taken out for the rest of the season, he still got drafted. Um, I want to say he was number two in the first round to the Dolphins, so this is his, you know, this is his first thing. Number three. Yeah, number three. Um, but at the same time, you know, also coaches listening to Tua. it's like, yeah, I'm good. You know, so against the better judgment of everything, you know, so yeah, he's looking at the professionals say yeah he's clear and he's also listening to Tua. Tua has that fight in him you know to yeah let me get back out there put me back out there we've all been on the field in some way shape or form and we've been hurt but we've been you know still want to get back out there put me back out there. yeah my leg broke i throw that bitch over my shoulder i'm good let me go coach you know so that's that's what that's what that's what dan's you know had to deal with, so, but moving on, Um, you know, definitely hope, you know, Tua is, you know, continuing progressing in his, in his recovery, he's an amazing player, amazing young man, um, so yeah, definitely big things for him, but right now, I know today, uh, Saints and Vikings are over in London uh, playing uh, this morning, I can't get the game over here. I'm quite rather pissed, but I know we're losing. Um, yeah.
1: So it's 16-14 Minnesota. Uh, it's about two minutes left in the third quarter. Yeah. And looks like it's fourth and two from about midfield, um, and the Vikings are about to punt.
0: Yeah. Okay, have you got a, a live look into that or no? But you're –
2: that was it. That was it. That's exactly mm. what's going on. NFL network. That was it. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay. sitting, I'm sitting here watching over my shoulder now. You know, Kirk a little frustrated, but
0: I mean, yeah, you know they're they, they gonna rock them up a little bit. They're gonna rock they don't think we're gonna I don't think we're gonna uh, we're gonna, we gonna take the L in, in the L. So mm. yeah. fake punt, yeah. Fake God, punt,
2: they, they, they just got the, got got the first down. down.
0: Okay. I'd be surprised if we win this one. I'd be surprised. But you know, I, I kinda eh, I don't know. But um so you know, we have um Washington and Dallas today, uh that are playing big, you know, NFC East matchup. Um, it's always been you know, before the the multi the multitude of name changes for for Washington, it's always been the battles of the, the cowboys and the Indians. A little game that we always used to play growing up. Um, I was always a cowboy, so I would always shoot everything that's moving. Um, <clears throat> but you know, so does the do you guys think that the name change? you know, contributes to the change of the rivalry. Um, you know, with that. Is it still, you know, cowboys and Indians? Like, is it still that that grandeur? Um Ben, what'd you think?
1: So I was sitting around thinking about this the other day. Um, I think KG and I talked about just the rivalry itself and the state of the rivalry, and then after we finished. Um, of course, my old mind was like, oh, the name change. Um, like, does that just take away from the natural hatred of what's going on? Because like you said, we all played this game as kids, Cowboys, Indians, shoot them up, shoot them up. You know, it just doesn't have the same panache or cachet. When you say Cowboys commanders, it just, I mean, you got, you got a star and you got a big W. It just doesn't bring the same, um, And then the fact that the two teams haven't really played for anything in a good good while, um, I think that also hurts the level of the rivalry. And then the third point for me is there's nobody driving this. There's no – like, George Allen in the 70s drove the rivalry. In the 80s, the Hogs and the fact they were playing important games, they drove the rivalry. Now the rivalry is just in – it's just like floating out there, and nobody's really taking control and made it important again. And and because the two teams haven't made it important, I think it just ha- it's lost a little bit uh, of that edge, that 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 bite that it used to. Um, normally, this week, you know, you'd be up in arms, you're ready to go, you hype, you know, you probably didn't talk to every Cowboy fan you know, you probably got bets all over the place. But now it's just kind of like it's it's another game for me, um, and that and that's odd for me to say. But it but it has it's just become another game in the stretch right now until for me until we play for something that means something it's it's just another game this time right now B what's up I'
3: will go into it a little deeper because last week you know we talked about how this team looked um and they how to, how they look how they looked this way for the last couple years so when you say commanders Washington football team Redskins like the name change doesn't matter with me I mean this team hasn't beat the Cowboys on a consistent basis for a long time the Cowboys have owned this so before the name changes this wasn't a rivalry you know our favorite person we quote all the time Doc Walker he's been said this there has to be balanced to be a rivalry I don't care if your name is the long cheers, you know, Washington, bad beer, still be, I don't care what it is. I think that part of the lackluster Dallas week this week is because how bad and how they got beat the last two weeks on the field. And, and you know, you know, if you're a football fan, more than likely Cooper Rush is going to eat this team alive. And that's it, it. just thinking of that and saying that is just like depressing. You're going to have a backup quarterback come in here and more than likely beat this team. And while on the other side of the ball, you know, you got the same struggles you've had with each coach, the the last three coaches. If you go back on this team, commanders, football team, Redskins, the last three to four coaches, this team has had the same issues. Less under Shanahan. But after Shanahan, you have a team that constantly goes out on the field, is not prepared to play football. That that's a that's a that's a bigot with that fuck the Cowboys, the hell with Dallas. You have a team here, when they get on the field, they are not prepared to play football, and they've done it over and over and over. Where they look overwhelmed, they look like they they didn't practice anything. That's the issue. That's why this isn't a rivalry because you're not just getting your tail kicked by the Cowboys, you're getting your tail kicked by the Eagles, you're getting your tail kicked by the Giants. You're getting tail by anybody to come through FedEx. Like until you fix that on the field, it, it none of these games are gonna be exciting. Trust me, you're talking to somebody for 20 years to watch the Buffalo Bills at the bottom of the AFC East fighting for nothing. And that's where this team is right now. They until they until somebody grabs their nuts and be like, look, this is not gonna happen no more. We're, we're not gonna allow this. Like it's easy for me if I'm a coach. I know at some point I'm gonna break this team's will, and ride off into the sunset with a win. So the 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 the, the if they were winning, if they had beat Dallas the last couple of years, we wouldn't be talking about this. We wouldn't be talking about this. This would be everybody would be excited. Everybody would be like, we want Dallas, all that all that nonsense. But because of all the off the field and on the field BS with this team, it's hard to get excited about anything. And that's a dangerous situation for this team because they're going to run the risk. What they do every year is where fans get to that 6-7 game and they're not interested. You already have uh, a stadium that's overrun with Jacksonville Jaguar fans. Of all people that have fans overrun a stadium, you talking about Jacksonville, that's embarrassing. Like, it's, 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 it's way more issues to why this isn't a rivalry versus the name change. So, I know I know KG is sitting there with his Dallas Cowboy underwear on, steaming. So, I'm going to send it to him so he can... He can I, look, I know you got your Dallas Cowboy underwear, your Roger Starback socks on, you know, you got your Cowboy perfume, you ain't getting no cologne. You got Perfect Cowboy perfume, and you even got Blue you Dancing do on, man. Cowboy. You got, you got, he got a blue headset on. Come on, man. Come on. Ain't ain't nobody looking at this dude is a fraud, man.
2: <laughs> I'ma say this. And Eddie no cowboy. way, shape, form, No way, shape, or form. Uh am I a cowboy fan. Now I, I'm I'm a fan of a few players. Like I love Eze- Ezekiel Elliott. I'm thinking about getting me an Ezekiel Elliott jersey that's cut off about right here, so I can show my whole midriff, you know. And I'm gonna have it on the back say midriff on the back.
3: So if you get you know. if you get that jersey, you can only take three steps, and then you got to sit down for 15 minutes. What are you averaging about three yards of carry?
2: I think it's less than three now.
3: But then you take two and a half steps, and you got to sit down for an hour.
2: Man, and that dude used to fall into five yards. Minutes. But the, the, the rivalry let me let me let me let me let me show you a graphic real quick for those that are watching. Doesn't that look awkward to you? That just looks awkward. I can't we talked about it the other night. I used to get ginned up for uh for cowboy week because it started on Tuesday. Sometimes I would start up on Monday and I would lay out all my rescind gear. And take pictures and, oh, fuck, Dallas, this, that, and the other. And, you know, everything. I didn't even feel that this week. I forgot it was Dallas week. We talked about it uh, on, on on Tuesday. We talked about it again on Thursday. And I was just like, eh, whatever. This rivalry has been dead for a, a, a while to that point because we don't have anybody, like Ben said, to drive it. Um, Doc Walker, Brian Mitchell, they can only do so much. This new generation of fans you know, this win-now mentality, like you don't have to build anything. They're, they're not built for this rivalry. You know, Cowboy fans come out to woodwork every day. They come a dime a dozen, and most of them can't even name half the players on the team. You know, it's always, oh, Freaky Zeke, and you like Dak, and okay, name somebody else. Well, we got Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper's not a Cowboy anymore. You know, that's where, that's where the, the rivalry dies. It's dead on both sides. Let's just not put 100% of the blame on Washington. It's dead on both sides because the Cowboys haven't been relevant since 1996. Washington hasn't really been truly relevant since 1992, January. We've had, we both had flashes. You know, you had, you know, Gibbs 2.0, which kind of reignited everything with the great wins and, 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 you know, the last second wins. You, You had a couple of games like that. It's a couple of games that does it. Then you got blowouts on both sides. When Washington went down to Dallas on Thanksgiving and blew them out. Uh, 2020 when they went down to Dallas and blew them out. Then they beat them soundly here. You know, you don't have that consistency with black and blue. Like NFC East used to be the black and blue division. That's not even the same division anymore. So it's a lot that contributed to it. But I think the name change is one thing that did contribute to it. Because it doesn't, Cowboys versus Commanders does not sound very good to me. And then something was said earlier about a backup quarterback coming in and beating Washington. Clint Longley, Gary Hogeboom almost did it. Um, Steve Berline. Uh, geez. I think Testa Verde was a backup when he came in and beat us. I mean, it's just—it's the nature of what happens. That's probably the only consistent thing you have going on with this game—is that a backup always beats washed. Just to name three more: Drew Henson, Ryan Leaf, Quincy Carter. Quincy Carter—that's the name I couldn't remember. I was getting ready to say, um, do you Aaron Brooks? That's what I was getting ready to say, and
1: I knew that wasn't right. Oh, and what's the other number two that used to play play in Cincinnati? He beat us. Um, Andy Dalton? Andy Dalton's backup. Mm. I can't think of his name now. I'll, it'll come to me later on, and we'll be on some other subject where I'll be driving to go get the kids, so I'm not even worried about it.
2: And you just gonna blurt it out.
0: It'll be, it'll be three o'clock in the morning yeah. while you sleep. Anthony <laughs> Wright.
2: Sit up in the middle of the bed. <laughs> Anthony <laughs> Wright. That's who it is. Anthony Wright. Okay. And you hey. know,
3: you know the, the crazy thing is if the Patriots change their name, if the Dolphins or the Jets change their name, I don't care. I still want somebody to drop a nuclear bomb on one of those stadiums. I don't care what the name is. And they beat us. We, we all know what I, I say it all the time. The Patriots have beat our ass the last 20, besides the last two years, the Patriots have owned us. I didn't care if they changed their name, move. I don't care if they moved to Vancouver and they become the Vancouver Patriots. I would like somebody from the Air Force to fly over and accidentally hit one of the red buttons and just level the stadium. Nobody got to be in it. I want to see them play. They can play at a college football field with no, no amenities. The Dolphins, the same way. The Jets—they don't even have their own damn stadium. I hate all these teams. I don't care what the name is. I don't care. If they. I don't care if Buffalo moves to England. Whatever the teams you know, in that conference, I hate them. They could be the New England Bar stools. I don't care. The the part of the rivalry that, that knocks the rivalry is balanced on both sides. If one team is beating the hell out of the other team, it's not a rivalry. You're gonna you're gonna get lucky every now and again and win a game, but that's not a rivalry. This team owns you. The rivalry is when you know you're going back and forth, you have tight games. You know what I'm saying? You split, you split almost every year. Or one team will sweep you one year, you'll get to sweep the next year, but it'd be close games. That's your rivalry. Players that genuinely hey, Like you don't you don't have that in there. Just like in the NBA. All the players are buddy buddy. Everybody talks about when Jordan was roaming in the nineties, they feared him. They don't, you don't have that no more with the everybody's buddy buddy. Everybody wanna swap jerseys at the end of the damn game you don't have the cow the commanders and the redskins like genuinely hate each other where like after the game i'm not shaking your hand i don't want to su- switch jerseys you know if you in our stadium get out you know you don't have it where when the cowboys fans come to fedex field they get harassed and and be just being there you know you get you get the cam- commander's fan that's going to harass them and vice versa you go to dallas and you come in there with a commander's jersey on and you're going to get harassed to the point where you want to leave. It's not like that. Everybody's hugging and, you know, sharing beers and licking each other's ice cream and shit. That ain't how it's <laughs> supposed to be. That ain't, It's not how it's supposed to be. That's like, that's like, uh, uh, somebody in full Buccaneer gear coming right behind Swamp Queen. I expect somebody to get their ass whipped in there. Now, it, it just is what it is and it's not that. you it, It's is it's a it's it's the it's the lack of rivalry on the field, and then that the players on the field, like y'all said, and there's nobody to carry it. It, it. It's nobody saying like it, it, the, the players that get signed to Commanders, they say the right things. Oh, we need to beat the Cowboys. Y'all don't mean that. Now, y'all don't mean that. It's just, y'all know y'all have to say that in a press conference to get the fans and stuff on your side. Nobody, nobody on that side of it. The only person that really might hate Dallas. Is Wentz because he he's used to playing Dallas as a, as an Eagle. He might have despised for Dallas. Some the of them players don't care, man.
2: Nobody you, gets you baptized th- anymore.
0: No. No, because like the 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 rivalry between Saints and Falcons and Saints and and Bucks. You know you the amount of fights that's going to happen whenever. Tampa or Atlanta comes to New Orleans like it is definite like it's a it's a number that that you know seems to top every year you know so that's that's our our robberies like because we're gonna go back and forth with those with those teams like they'll get us we'll get them you know it goes back and forth so yes yeah, that's that's definitely a robbery um but let's kinda. I guess switch gears with this uh just a little bit. So you got Antonio Brown. Sure you guys have seen it. Uh Mr. A B himself uh was in Dubai a few few days ago and what have you, and he was in a hotel. And <clears throat> comes to comes to be that he exposes himself the front and the back, you know, his uh, Vienna sausage and his chicken nuggets plus, um, you know, the backside. So, and he was, he was asked to leave uh, the the hotel, of course, rightfully so, he was asked to leave. Um, hopefully he got banned from the country. That's my personal belief. They just can't take niggas some places, you know, just, can't take it nowhere. Well. Um but you know A B thinks that this is a a cover up. Uh they're blowing this out the water to cover up the fact of the player's safety and you know he thinks that you know every time that the safety of the players is is brought up, there's something that he's doing, you know, so they they, they clip to him to see what he's doing and oh it just so happens uh it just so happens that you know you you got you got this and so what what's y'all's y'all's take on this like quite frankly i saw a video was not impressed was not impressed i've you know i've had the privilege of of birthing um two kids and they just so happen to have penises um yeah, my kid's shit is bigger than that. So, was not impressed. Definitely was not impressed, and I'm pretty sure that this young lady who he literally turned his ass to would not have been impressed either. Um, she probably would have been quite pissed, and you know, thinking that she he he gave her some cat. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, I'm gonna keep it clean. It's a family show. Um. So, <clears throat> pretty sure. You know, you gentlemen wouldn't do that because you're gentlemen. <coughs> you wouldn't uh, expose unless requested by your your ladies, I'm sure. Uh so Ben, what uh what's your take on this?
1: Don't kick it me after all that.
0: Oh yeah, no, yeah. You definitely kick it, <laughs> baby. It's go you in rotation, baby. You in rotation. Oh wow. I don't really have
1: much on this. Um so B, go ahead and get ready. Um but, I mean, it just looks like a dude that is out of control. Uh, just, I don't know, he may not all be there. I watched him on the Pivot podcast, and he just like, he just seems like he's about A.B., and that's it. Um, and he's going to do whatever he wants to do. So that's really all I got. Um, I don't have anything else on this. Uh, B, take it away, man.
3: Look. Antonio Brown is going to do Antonio Brown. Um, I'm, I'm the, the thing I'm mad about is it seemed like they talked about this more than the Brett Favre situation. You know, um, yeah. I, I it, the crazy thing is he can do what he want to do, and people can, you know, like it's his life. He he's a grown man. Um, but the crazy thing is, that man's a Hall of Fame receiver. That's the crazy thing. That man is a Hall of Fame receiver. So, um yeah, I, I want to see them sweeping under the rug like they do with Brett Favre. That's that's all I got. I mean, I I, I know we commit on this show not to talk about certain people and you know and, and certain things we got to touch on, you know. But look, you know, Antonio Brown ain't on the field no more. You know. um Let's talk about Brett Favre and stealing money. Yeah. Tell them to run a story on that. KG.
2: Well, <clears throat> I'm gonna say this, and I'm being honest. You talk about sweeping things under the rug. Now, remember, if you think back far enough, um, geez, remember when he had that whole incident with uh the trainer that he was dealing with. And he they was like, oh, the NFL swept that under the rug. Well, it wasn't swept under the rug. It was proven that she was lying. Like, don't say you swept it under the rug. He got in some serious trouble behind that because he lost his job in uh, New England where he was actually pretty, pretty daggone good. Him and Tom Brady together in New England was pretty good. But this right here, I mean, this is, this has got to be his end game. Hall of Fame numbers aside, you know, they're talking about taking Brett Favre out of the Hall of Fame with this with this uh whole thing. And in, in my opinion, I don't think you should take him out of the Hall of Fame because this is something that happened off the field. But I think that's in the Hall of Fame bylaws that you have to be upstanding off the field. But I remember they said this about O.J. too, you know, but how can you take a man out of the Hall of Fame for something that he was accused of doing but proving that he was innocent? You know, O.J. didn't do it. Brett Favre did it.
0: It was a glove. It didn't fit.
2: And if the glove does not fit, you must have quit. So, OJ didn't do it. So, but I'm just like, this got to be the end game. This has to be the end game because how much longer are we going to put up? With this, how much, I mean, this shouldn't even be an NFL story anymore because he's not an NFL player. He's a rapper now. This should be an entertainment story. So, um, whatever it is he playing, he's doing. I mean, he's over there in Dubai. He got enough money to air condition. Hell, at least half the way, half the way, you know, go do your little dance and head on and do your thing. But this has got to be the end game. This has to be the last time it's spoken about on a sports level. He's an entertainer now. Uh, but I also think he needs to get his mental checked. So, moving right along.
0: Like, I want to go to Dubai, but, you know, I don't appreciate I don't like the way they treat women there, and I'm pretty sure I get locked up, because I've even shot a little tikka Daka. So, um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm serious. Like, I don't, I don't like the way they treat women. But, Let's go ahead and jump into these games for the week. Uh, we're just going to highlight about, about three games. Uh, we got Cowboys and Washington, of course. We got the Bills and Ravens and the Bucks and the Chiefs. Um, so let's uh, get started with Cowboys and Washington. <clears throat> um, Cowboys, the over-under is 41.5. one 5 And the spread is calling for... Cowboys over Washington by three. So, uh, you know, and this is, you know, Dak is still out. We still got Dak is out for his his thumb. Um, Google Rush is is in. This is on the road game for for Washington. Um NFC first, first NFC matchup for, for Washington on the road. Um so what what you guys, what you guys feeling about it? Ben.
1: So the numbers minus 3 for Dallas. Take that. Uh the over/under is 41 and a half. Take that. Um Washington uh, in the last 2 weeks have given up 15 sacks. Dallas also leads the league in sacks and hurries. Nick Martin, Washington's third center starting today. So I've got Dallas pass rushers dominating this ball game and they they win. I mean, I don't see I haven't seen this offense, when I say this, the Commanders offense. I haven't seen the adjustment. I haven't seen the the next thing to to get this ball to move down the field. And until they do this, um there's going to be trouble. I mean, if you think about it, the last two times Philly and Washington played uh, with Wentz involved, Wentz got sacked eight times by Washington when he played for Philly, and then what did he get? Nine times this week or last week when he playing for Washington. So it's, it's something there with him holding football. So I don't see him changing that unless his offensive coordinator saves him from himself. So, again, Cowboys minus three. And I take the over. Brian, what you got?
3: I'm going the same way. Um, I'm taking the under. I don't think I don't think you get any more than field goals out of Washington today. Uh, they can't move the ball. And like the midnight rider say, you're coming in against a team that can get to the quarterback, and you're playing a team that's played that's proven that that offensive line play is completely underwhelming. So this is a recipe for disaster, and I like what I love what Ben said. Unless that offensive coordinator can save Carson Wentz for himself and have him do plays where he can – I mean, why we keep talking about this? Why, this is elementary. You, you get plays going that get your rhythm, short plays. If you got a you got a quarterback like Wentz that might hold on to the ball too long, Dial up some quick plays. Don't dial up something he has to sit in the pocket and progress through until you can get him get him kind of comfortable. Seen, he doesn't seem comfortable right now. Um, give me the Cowboys in three. Give me under the 41 and a half. I just don't think the Redskins, oh, uh, Redskins, oh, my goodness, the Commanders are going to put up any points. I think it's going to be, they might get a garbage touchdown late. Um, I, I just, I see them three and out a lot today. They have to, I, 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 like my Midnight Rider said, they have to prove me otherwise. So, Cowboys, three and under the 41 and a half. Go to KG.
2: The best way I can describe this is by using a graphic. And my graphic is one of the greatest of all time. We need a resolution. We have too much confusion. That's what the problem is. We can't keep playing like that. And shout out to Aaliyah, one of my favorite artists. Uh, uh, we can't play like this to the point that there's no hope coming into a game. You're supposed to have some sort of hope every game you play. Even if you haven't won a game all season, you're still supposed to have some type of hope. But we're going up against MPP, Micah Parsons problem. And I think he's going to come around the corner and he's going to that's passing the He's going to um, he's going to be a problem today. Now, why aren't we doing the things that we were doing last year and the year before where you're getting the ball out to the backs and you're letting J.D. McKissick and Antonio Gibson work the, 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 the swing passes in and the, and the outside and you're letting them go. And why are we not doing that? You know, everything has to be down the field. You're just trying to dump it down the field instead of getting rid of it quick. You know, when the pressure's coming, get rid of it. Carson Wentz is moving around in the pocket, but his his agility is like an 89-90, but his pocket presence is like a 12 because he'll move and he'll get going and all of a sudden he'll spin into a daggone sack. You're spinning the wrong way. Like, you have to feel the pressure. Your internal clock has to go off and let you know these things. You're looking like the Statue of Liberty. Defensively, we're supposed to have one of the top defenses in the league. We're playing like we got the bottom defense. We're playing like the the, the mid-90s Redskins when Arizona used to come here and boom a size and drop 400 yards on us two games that season. One was 405, one was 409, I think. That's what we're playing like. And Cooper Rush is going to have an amazing game. Cooper Rush is going to be 23 or 25, 370 yards, and four touchdowns. Cowboys win this one walking away. Cowboys win this by double digits. And I prayed that I'm wrong. But Cowboys will win this, and you'll get your 41 and a half, but most of that's going to be the Cowboys.
0: I agree. I agree. It's it's just lost standing. Um <clears throat> I can't remember the last time. Uh Washington Top Cowboys. Uh, and I don't think it's even gonna be a close game. Think they're just gonna come in just really easy with this. So um easy breezy, beautiful cowboy game. So uh so moving on to the next game, um, Bucks and Chiefs. Uh, you got Tom Brady, Big Goat, what they're calling him, Big Goat, versus uh, Patrick Mahomes, what they're calling him, Baby Goat. Um, battle of the old and the young goats-ish. So over-under is 41.5, 41.5. So, and they're calling, the spread is calling for the Bucks, one a half over. So, uh, I really think... You know, this really thing, um, you know, Tom Brady is really, really going to show Patrick just what's going, what's going to go on. So I'm, I'm going to take, take a break. Um, ben, what you got?
1: So I think it's going to be, I'm going to go with Casey. Um, I do have another over that there will be another two tablets destroyed by Tom. So we'll have that going on. And um, I'm going to take the over in this. The thing that still bothers me um, with the Chiefs, it seems like they can't figure out consistently how to run the ball with um, Edwards Hilaire, McKinnon, and company. And then the issue with the Bucks, I just don't think they have anybody that's going to catch the football. Um, maybe Julio's back this week, but then you got Cole Beasley, and I just think Tom is going to struggle until he can get that outlet, that um, that person that he can depend on. I think Gronk not coming back hurt him a lot because Gronk used to hide some of these flaws, and now he doesn't have that person. So I have the Chiefs winning. Uh, I think Chiefs will give me, what, plus one and a half. Um, over under is 41 and a half. Uh, I'll take the over on that as well. So that's what I have. That's what I'm thinking today. What about you, BG? Um, when I
3: saw this line, I was kind of kind of surprised that the Bucs were favored one and a half because that offense has been struggling. Um, I know the Chiefs are coming off a, a disappointing loss last week with the Colts, but the Chiefs, you know, besides not being able to run the ball, they pretty effective passing the ball is like the normal Chiefs minus Tyreek Hill. Uh I think he'll definitely get the over. And I, I, I see the Chiefs not not a blowout, but they went in pretty decisively. They're at home. Are they at home? They're at Arrowhead, ain't they?
0: Yeah, Bucks will be at home. Um even after uh Ian, uh Hurricane Ian that that you know hit didn't hit Tampa. So yeah, they're um Bucks are at home. So okay, it's, the Bucks uh, are the Bucks a feel yeah, good, I'm, good story for them.
3: Yeah, I, I still, I'm still going to take Kansas City. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take Kansas City, and over. Um, I, I just like, like Ben said, who's going to catch the ball for the Buccaneers? It's not going to be Julio Jones. You're not going to keep throwing the ball to Bashan Perryman. If you're gonna, if, you, if that's what you're relying on, you go ahead. Y'all might as well pack up now. You know, <laughs> it is what it is. But give
2: me the Chiefs and they over. I don't have much on this game because it's a Sunday night matchup. It's supposed to be your marquee game. And unfortunately, I think we're starting to see a few cracks in the armor of the legend that is Tom Brady. And you don't want to see that. You know, you want to see a player go out top of their game when it's time to hang it up. But he got a lot of off-the-field stuff going on. So if I can get a mes- message to Giselle, baby, just make up with him. Just make up with him. Show him you love him. Y'all can talk about this in the off season. You know, it's communication, baby. I mean, you know, you can't put that fire out like, yeah, baby, I want to be home with the kids, but I got to make this money, and I just want one more spin at it. You know? Come on, Giselle, don't do this. Don't do this to us. Don't do this to Tom. Don't do it to yourself. You know it's, it's 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 ah you gotta just come on come on because he, he's looking pretty bad he, he looking pretty bad he, he he missing you baby he missing you i
0: know i'm done wrong but
2: i swear anything yeah it, it, pretty much you know <laughs> it, he he need to go ahead and sing i miss you by harold melvin and the blue notes <laughs> enough about you and me how's my little son doing he, he still like to go down by the grocery store and play
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I got the uh I think I got the Chiefs in this one I think I, I took the Chiefs but I'll give me the Chiefs uh or I'll take the under um it, it's not going to be a shootout it's going to be pretty decisive I'll say 27 uh 14.
0: Well see you Sorry. know you got um you know their their receivers like three of the receivers are questionable. You know, you got Julio, right. Russell Gage, Chris Godwin. Wait, Darwin, wait,
2: so wait, wait, wait. Julio was questionable when they signed him. <laughs> true. Sure. Like, true, true, I, true. I picked him up in fantasy for that first week. He produced that first week. I was like, all right, bet. He's been on the bench ever since because I can't get him to be consistent.
0: True. There, You know, there are other two, you know, they're out with, with hamstrings, so they may or may not Um I feel like it's gonna be a, you know, a little feel good story. I think he's trying to do what uh, Saints did after Katrina, you know, so, but you know, Katrina came through and totally decimated New Orleans. Uh, Tampa just got a little wind and rain, Uh, thankfully. Thankfully, I got, you know, friends and family in Tampa area. So they, everyone made it out fair, Um, but, Howdy ever, how Sanva last game of the day on our on our list um the bills and the Ravens so bJ your bills and the Ravens uh, over under is fifty and a half um, and the spread was is calling for the bills uh, uh, y'all got Jake out um but he will play because his ankle. He was down for his ankle but uh sources are saying that he will play um you know ravens got a few out but bill's got more more injuries uh this rip than the ravens do so we're gonna switch this up um we'll go bn kg and uh bj you finish it out
1: so i have it um real simple I think this is Baltimore's game. I think Baltimore won the three and a half. Uh, we have two quarterbacks that are very impressive right now at this point in the season. I think with the the youth in the secondary, I think that's going to be the only issue for Buffalo, and I think that's what gives the Ravens the edge. Uh, I am taking the under on this game as well. I think it's going to be under 15 and a half, but I think both teams are going to they, wanna, they wanna give KG a shout-out and give him like a 23, 20 table ball game. So that way um, he'll be happy. He'll get his shootout for the weekend. Bang, bang. Uh, KG, what you got, man?
2: Y'all gonna leave me alone about that shootout. It's not all about points for the shootout. Sometimes, you know, you can't have a shootout with a mini gun every time. You gotta have a shootout with a six shooter. That's it. But, um. I Actually, got the Ravens this one. Sorry, B, but I got the Ravens because they got the, the the human cheat code, and that is Lamar Jackson. Um, if that dude hasn't proven why he's worth 300 million guaranteed so far, he's first in so many categories, top five, and others. The dude is worth 300 million guaranteed. Hell, if I had 300 million as a team, I'd be like, Look here, we got to move some stuff around, and um. I'm going to put, I'm gonna have to put this light bill off till the end of the month, but I'm going to make sure you get your money. You know, think about this. Baltimore has only had – let me rephrase it. Baltimore has only drafted two franchise quarterbacks since 1996. Every other quarterback that they had that was successful here was a free agent. Flacco, Lamar Jackson, those are your two franchise quarterbacks. That's it. Don't be a Washington and let your franchise quarterback walk out the door. Don't do it. Give Lamar what he wants. And Lamar's gonna show you today because he's gonna rush for over hundred yards. He's gonna throw for over 250. He's gonna accumulate at least four touchdowns. Give me the Ravens in this one. And it's gonna be close.
3: 45,
2: 42 Baltimore.
3: to touch on what you said about Lamar and just real quick I I, I really think this is going to be Lamar at the end of the season giving a big middle finger to the Ravens I really do I really think he's I mean he's he's doing what he does he's just showing off a little bit more and whatever the Ravens offer a team is going we already know it's team's that's going to Lamar Jackson come on man so th- that's to, to the game, oh, my goodness, man. Um, the Bills in three. Uh, it's supposed to be a rainy day, so I'm, I'm on, a, on the fence of the 50-and-a-half. The I, I, I still think this, – this and it's not going to be South Florida this week. It's not going to be 100 degrees on the field. So you're going to get a, a Buffalo offense that, you know, everybody's not on their knees trying to catch their breath and cramping and stuff, Um. Like the Swamp Queen say, we got a ton of people on that's questionable. Uh, I think a lot of them are supposed to play today. Gabe Davis, uh, Jordan Poyer, uh, Ed Oliver. I'm not sure about Ed Oliver. He did practice a little bit this week. Um, I'm going to take my bills today. I'm going to take my bills today. I think it's going to be over the 15 and a half, despite the, the weather conditions today in Baltimore. But I think the bills last week, are 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 kind of sour over that Dolphins game, and that was one of that's that the game for me that just had me throw up in my mouth a couple times because uh, the Bills had uh, plenty of opportunities to put that game away. Um, but give me Buffalo today, my Bills today, and the three. I know the Ravens are are itching for the to. Uh, to avenge that divisional loss, or oh, is that was that wild card last uh, couple seasons ago, whatever it was when we beat them at, uh, in Buffalo. But it's gonna, it's going to be a hell of a game. You got two MVP type quarterbacks, top of the game. I don't think either defense. I know Buffalo defense got more to hold because of the injuries. I don't think either defense is is going to stop. Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson is going to come to a point where, you know, you're going to need a de- one of the defenses to make a stop. But I think it's going to be what quarterback has the ball in the hand last. And i take 17. i take 17. I'll take 17 this week. And I before I head out, I, I, I rather the Bills have this adversity in the beginning of the year. We've seen so many times teams roll through the season with no issues, that was my son. Just I just lost light. So bear with me. But, um, and they get to, you know, week 13, 14, have a catastrophic injury or go through adversity. They haven't seen now instead of rolling into the playoffs and limping into the playoffs. I'd rather see Buffalo. Now, you know, you don't ever want to see people get hurt, but now you have the rest of the season to learn how to adjust without certain players. And I'm gonna get it. You knocked the, the plug out. So, give me give me the adversity now. Let them figure out how to fight through this stuff. Get some guys on the field that um, they gotta you know see what they can do. They signed Xavier Rose, and now he's on the IR for four weeks. And it's just it it's the luck of the Bills right now. Nobody circles the wagon like Buffalo. So um, defensively, you know, I'm hoping Von Miller can can show out a little bit more than last week and get to Lamar, maybe make him make some questionable throws. We can get get the ball back. But other than that, give me Buffalo. Give me the over. Um I think it's going to be probably like, I'm thinking like 31, 34, you know, 38, 31. It's going to be something. It's going to be last minute. It's going to be a good game. So.
0: That. That. So, you know, you got everyone has their, their lineups. Um Make sure you guys getting your picks in make sure you you should have already had them in um, but you still have some time um, for some of the games that are coming up today. <clears throat> so got some final thoughts here what you know because we we've reached our our limit. we reached our mark um, we kind of went over it a little bit, but that's okay. hey, it gets good when it gets good. So final thoughts uh, we'll take it with Ben. Uh, maybe Brian, okay, Brian, uh, KG, and then I'll finish it up.
1: Uh, final thoughts this is, is going to be an interesting weekend. Um, last week had a couple upsets, had a couple teams win that we weren't expecting to win. Week before, you had a bunch of comebacks. So, the beauty of football is every week it's a new story, it's a new thing. So, we see what today's story is or how today plays out. Uh, hopefully this won't be a long week in Washington. Hopefully uh, we can – hopefully they can actually play a decent game and it won't be a misery Monday, but that's all I have.
3: Uh, I'm ready for week four. You know, it's, it's some good games on the slate. Um, I think a couple teams are going to come out of this week with coaches on a hot seat, and I think Washington's going to be one of them because I don't expect that team to come out. Prepared or ready to go, I, I think they're gonna come out flat, and I think Dallas is gonna have the whipping stuck, you know, big and huge. Um, the Bills-Ravens gonna be a good game. The Bucks-Chiefs, I don't, I don't see that being a good game. I just see the Chiefs walking away with that because of the Bucks offense. Um, but hey, man, I, I'm ready. I'm ready to see. I'm ready to see what's on the slate. Sit back and get um NFL red zone going. Lovely channel. Best channel going. And uh get ready for week four, man, and hopefully uh hopefully be a, a a lot of good games, man. That's that's all I want to see. Good games, good football.
2: Well, my final thought is um I hope it's not a too bad of a massacre in this Washington game. Uh unlike cowboy fans, I will be showing my face all week long Uh, of course you know we got to come back we got to talk about it and I you know I want this to be a learning lesson and I don't think Ron Rivera is going to be on a hot seat because I said this a couple weeks ago you got to give coaches five years we haven't given a coach outside of Shanahan five years and you you don't give a coach five years And, you know, every coach doesn't win in year three or year two. You got to win, you know, we're we're judging by year four and five. Even though I'm expecting this team to win more than half their games, but we got to see the real leap in year four. So I don't think Ron Rivera will be on a hot seat. Mike McCarthy, on the other hand, is always going to be on a hot seat because Jerry Jones may wake up and say, hey, the sky is blue, fire Mike McCarthy. It could happen, but coaches on the hot seat. If Oakland loses today, which I don't think they will, if they lose today, their coach is on the hot seat because, you know, what's the Raiders motto? Just win, baby. You know, (laughs) commitment to excellence, and you have been committed to losing. So uh, I'm like everybody else. I'm ready to enjoy week four. And um just, just enjoy some good football. Hopefully it's enough that I can enjoy my my, my, my sauerkraut and smoke sauce during the game and not get sick to my stomach with the way this team plays. So
0: sauerkraut and sausage. Okay, cool. Um that's gross. But hey, your stomach can handle that, sure. Um, but yeah, we don't freeze. knock it
2: till you try it.
0: Yeah, no, no, I can't get past the smell, it's a texture thing. Um <laughs> but so week three was a bunch of crap, you know. Uh week four definitely looking for a a little leaf to be turned over for us. Uh let's see, we got the lot the last look at the Saints. Uh it's 25, it's tied right now, 25-25, with um to say a little bit less than a minute left in the game. So this can really be a coin toss. Um as to I kind of think that the Vikings are gonna pull it out because they they last I checked they had the ball. So see what happens in the next minute. Um but that's gonna be our show. We're definitely going to uh, go back to the drawing board to see how we're gonna. Uh Ben says it's 2825 now. So yeah, that's game. Uh <clears throat> Vikings won, that's it. Yeah, I kinda saw it. But you know so we're gonna wrap this up guys we will see you next week going to see how uh our birthday boy is going to pull this together for next week to be on location uh happy early birthday to him we're definitely gonna be make his week great make his week great
2: oh your ass is grass, all of y'all i'm coming for you i am coming for you
3: i can't wait to get the fedex field get some stale beer some molded bread with a uh Old sausage on it from probably 2015
2: season. I can't. Oh well, true. We got to get nachos too, and then oh yeah, you got to make sure that you get a uh, what's the what's the beer with the orange? Um, not the Blue Moon, the other one, the uh, the one with the, the dude that's the the half orange with the mohawk. Oh, shock top. Yeah, you got to make sure you get your shock top. That 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 that's like it's it tastes like a warm tub of piss that somebody farted in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man oh okay (laughs) so we'll we'll talk about how you know what piss tastes like later um (laughs) hey
2: we all had to get through high school somehow you know
0: oh okay anyway um so
2: i had to pay my tuition leave me alone
0: (laughs) (laughs) but that's our show guys that is our show for the week um, once again, make sure you get in your picks. Uh, our game's coming up. This is week four, the fabulous four. Uh, so, for the sideline junkies, the man who pays all the bills, Boss B, the cold-hearted fighter, the midnight rider, Mr. Ben, uh, the Conrad Thompson of the sideline junkies, the guy who speaks all the truth, never lies, is not shy, Mr. Big Guy, KG. And of course, yours truly, the lady from the Bayou, the Swamp Queen. This is our show. We don't do no overtime. Well, we we did today, but we try not to on most times. But we don't do no overtime, guys. We are out of here. Bye.
2: Peace.